0: Alrighty. I think we are rolling here, so let's go ahead and get going. What's up, guys? My name is Tyler Pruitt, and welcome to the Rise Kill Eat podcast. I am the host and the founder of the show, and if this is your first time listening to the Rise Kill Eat podcast, thank you for joining me today and tuning into this show. If this is a return visit for you, then thank you sevenfold, because that means that you are liking what we are saying, and you're liking the show. And I really do appreciate it. The Rise Kelly podcast is a show dedicated for those who love God, freedom, and the great outdoors. As hunters and outdoorsmen, we are always in pursuit of something. But in life, our prey may not be so obvious. So I want to challenge you guys listening to not only, of course, continue to pursue animals in the form of hunting, but to also find other things in life and pursue those things as well. For you, maybe it's your relationship with God. Maybe it's a dream that you and your family have. Maybe it's, I mean, it could be a number of things. So just get out there and pursue it. And that's exactly what I'm doing with this very show. So this show is a is a dream of mine. It's something that I want to be successful with and something that I enjoy doing. So it's something that I am trying to uh, trying to pursue as well. So that's exactly what I'm trying to do with this very show. All right, so on the show, I have had an opportunity to have some incredible conversations with some pretty incredible people. All throughout the, the country. And I want to suggest that you go back and listen to some of those amazing episodes. I mean, I've had people on like Jeff Danker with Buck Ventures. I've had on Dr. Carl Miller with the University of Georgia. A very knowledgeable whitetail guy. I had on um, Jeremiah Dowdy. He's a very knowledgeable, I guess he would call himself a chef from field to plate, which is his brand. And the list goes on and on. So be sure to go back and listen to some of those conversations. Be sure to click that subscribe button so you don't miss on any of the future episodes that we have of the Rice Kill Eat podcast. And it would be pretty awesome if you guys could reach out to me on my social media platforms or the Rice Kill Eat social media platforms on Instagram. It is at Rice Kill Eat. So that's our handle. So go ahead and give us a follow, reach out to us, send us a message, comment on some posts, whatever you want to do. Um, also on Facebook. So you can find us at facebook.com slash RKE as in rice, kill eat a field. So go ahead and give us a like on there. Give us a follow on there. Um, I'm new to the whole Twitter scene, so I'm still working on that, but go ahead and follow us on Twitter. Uh, you'll see some of the, some of the same kind of things that you would see on, instagram and facebook and i'm also in the process of getting our past episodes i've got most of them done at this point and hopefully by the time you guys listen to this i'll have them all done but getting some of the past episodes of the Rise kelly podcast loaded up on youtube so that those of you guys that i don't know maybe you prefer to listen to podcasts on youtube or you want to share this with somebody who is not necessarily technology savvy Um, and they would just rather listen to the show on YouTube, then you can share the links and you can share, uh, the Rysk podcast with them on there. So I'm in the process of getting on there. So go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. And that's going to be the Rysk podcast. All right. So you can find us on there. So on today's episode, I wanted to spend some time talking about how to combat fear. So this is a little bit of a touchy subject for me. And really for a lot of people for that matter, because this is something that I've struggled with off and on, but over the past few months have really tried to buckle down on this thing called fear and which I'll, I'll get to my struggles with that here in just a moment. But fear is one of those things that, that may have all kinds of different names. It could, it could be named anxiety. It could be a worry dread. I mean, the list goes on and on, but I think it's important for that purpose of this episode, that if I go ahead and define what I think fear is right now, actually, this isn't what I think fear is. This is according to Google. So if you disagree with my definition of fear, then you'll have to take it up with them. All right. So according to Google, the definition of fear is an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous. All right. So it's likely to cause pain, Or is a threat. Now that's the noun definition of what fear is. And of course, there's a verb, the action word as well. That is to be afraid of. Okay, so if you were to fear something, that means you're afraid of something. All right. So some of the synonyms that came along with that definition, I just picked out a few of them here. This isn't all of them, but I picked out a few of them. Is terror, fright, horror, panic, dread, distress. All these things that really are unpleasant in our life, just like what that definition said. Okay, so these are unpleasant things and they are causing they're caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous. okay It could be a threat to us, it could be uh, something that's going to cause pain to us you know and that of course can be, physical pain, emotional pain, spiritual pain, it could be all kinds of different things, okay? So this this thing fear has all kinds of different faces, has all kinds of different names, but it all kind of comes down to the same thing, which is of course an unpleasant emotion caused by a belief. All right, so all of us have experienced some form of fear, anxiety, worry, dread, something of that sort in our lives. Some of us are even crippled by anxiety and worry to the point that we're taking medications in order to combat it. I mean, we're trying to get rid of these symptoms in our lives by, by taking ingesting chemicals into our body, you know, to change the way that, you know, we may think or to change our mood or whatever it may be. And some people may not be as extreme as that, but they may experience, you know, temporary anxieties and worry whenever bills are due and there just isn't enough in the bank. So that's something that a lot of people, a lot of people deal with. I think I was, uh, I was listening to a, one of the finance podcast earlier today that said, I think it was somewhere around 87% of Americans right now are living paycheck to paycheck. Now don't quote me on that because I don't exactly remember the exact number, but the point is it's a lot. Okay. And that kind of lifestyle causes a lot of anxiety. It causes a lot of worry. causes a lot of fear. So even if these things don't bother us, even if our fears aren't necessarily, you know, those big nasty ones, we all have experienced some kind of superficial fear and it can be even, you know, walking through the grass in the summertime and trying to avoid stepping on a snake could be, you know, trying to, uh, destroy a wasp nest that is on our front porch. You know, it's, these things are, they're unpleasant emotions. Going back to the definition caused by the belief that something is dangerous for us. Okay. It's called, it's caused by a belief, but in some form or another, we have all experienced some type of fear. Okay. It could be a big, nasty one. It could be a, less serious one, I guess. Okay. It could be something that's immediate. It could be something that is impending on us. I mean, it could be all kinds of things, but I of course want to spend today talking more about the big nasty ones. Okay. The big things, the big scary fears that cause anxiety and worry. All right. So our, our world right now is full of fear. Okay. So there's all kinds of, uh, worry and stress because of this virus that's currently spreading this, uh, it's created a global, literally a global pandemic and our world is nearly crippled by anxiety. Okay. And it's crippled by worry. Our world before this, no, you know, if, if we can even think back that far, you know, several months ago, our world before this, it was already crippled with anxiety. I mean, it was already crippled with fear. And then this, this virus comes along and it begins spreading and, you know, nearly uh, and, and a lot of people panicked. Okay. And then just, it just amplified the reality of fear and worry and dread and anxiety in our lives. So if you were crazy enough to go out on the, out to the grocery store on the Friday, I think it was a Friday. It was near, near the end of a week that, you know, the social distancing thing was uh, announced and the quarantine was announced. Then you saw a society that was panicked. You saw fear in people's eyes. You saw worry on their faces. They were anxious. And you saw all these people that were living their lives you know, fearful. They were going out, you know, getting inordinate amounts of toilet paper and all kinds of uh you know, who knows what supplies. And it was it all came down to fear. It all came down to to not knowing what tomorrow was gonna hold. One thing that I like to do, okay, in order to combat fear, it's just a little exercise that I think I came up with it. I don't know if I did or not, but for some reason it's in my head. Is to put a face and to actually put a, a physical body to this thing fear. Let me do a disclaimer real quick before I go into explaining what I, what I mean by that. So my disclaimer for this is that I am not a licensed therapist. I'm not a licensed psychologist. I'm not anything like that. But this is simply a technique that I've tried. That I like. I said I don't even know if I remember if I came up with it or if I read it somewhere or saw it somewhere or heard it somewhere. But this is something I've tried recently. And it has really helped me over the past several months deal with my own fears in my life. All right. So anyway, now that this, that disclaimer is out of the way. Anyway, I I like to visualize fear like almost as if it's a person or in my case, a creature. Okay. So it, it looks more like a, uh, like a creature in my mind than it does an actual person. All right. So let me kind of describe what, what fear looks like in my mind. All right. So it's a, a tall, dark shadowy object so i mean he's probably eight nine feet tall doesn't really have a whole lot of uh physical features because it's more of like a shadow dark shadow object and it has these glowing green eyes okay and long arms has these long like branch like twig like fingers and has these strong powerful legs All right. So some of you guys right now are thinking I have lost my mind and I'm going crazy. (laughs) I promise. Okay. I promise just, this is just something that helps me deal with fear. Okay. So I'm, I'm trying to visualize what I think fear as a creature fear personified would look like. Okay. So just bear with me. It's this tall, dark shadowy figure with these glowing green eyes. Okay. It's got these long arms, fingers, legs, all that kind of nasty stuff. All right. So for you, if you choose to do this, your visualized person or creature of what fear may look like is probably going to be a little bit different. That's just what it is for me. Fear may look different to you, but that's what it looks like for me. But by putting a face to the name, putting a face to the word, it becomes something that you can now defend against. Okay. It becomes something that I can defend against and that I can go on the attack against. Okay. So for me, I'm a very visual person. I like to see things. I like to, you know, feel things. I like to, I like to be able to interact with whatever is, is around me. Okay. I'm not too much into things that I can't see. All right. So it is impossible for me to defend myself and to go on the attack against something that I can't see or visualize. Okay. So that's basically what I have going on right here. I have this, this object, I have this person, this creature in my mind that now I can defend against and then I can go on the attack. Once I have fear personified. Okay. I have it as this, this weird looking creature. I can now visualize myself defending against it. Whenever I feel something holding me back from like an opportunity, it could be, um, something that comes up that causes me to begin to stress or to become fearful. I can actually visualize myself defending against this, uh, this fears, um, attacks. All right. So now let me be honest, you know, I'm pulling back the curtain a whole lot right here, but let me be, be honest. There are many times where I have failed to defend myself against this creature. All right. And it was successfully able to attack me, knock me down. You know, these are all metaphors and, you know, just visualizations, but it's been able to knock me down. But there have been more recent scenarios where I have been able to get some hits in on this thing called fear and be able to go on the offense. Okay. And a lot of it is rooted in this idea of you know, visualizing, personifying this thing, this creature of fear. All right, so every time I take a step f- toward conquering a fear, whatever it may be, or going against the feeling of fear, I imagine myself hitting fear, like I mean, just just waylaying this this creature and causing him to stumble backwards. Okay, but likewise, whenever I hold back on an opportunity, or I'm overcome by my fears, or if I if I choose not to pursue something because I'm afraid of, you know, whatever the outcome may be. Then I imagine this creature, you know, landing some hits on me using those weird looking hands and knocking me down. Hey, again, this is a visual visualization that may not work for everyone, but it works for me. this is this combat mentality where you're, you know, physically fighting against, uh, you know, this, this creature, this thing. All right. So keeping this illustration in mind, I think it's important that we try to identify what it actually is in our lives that that is causing us to be afraid. Okay, and we can do that by simply asking, being honest with ourselves, asking a simple question. And it's, what are you afraid of? Like, what is it that is truly causing you to be fearful? And it's, it's a, it's a hard question to ask ourselves, and it's something that is, is a difficult thing to accomplish if you are truly being honest with yourself. And it, usually, you may not be able to get it. You know, initially, it may be something you kind of have to work on. So ask yourself that question. What are you afraid of? All right. This could be a variety of things. It could be related to a variety of subjects from, you know, health, uh, finances. You know, a lot of people are struggling with both of those things right now. Health. I mean, we're, we're, we're literally under a global pan- health pandemic, public health pa- pandemic right now. And a lot of people are being financially uh, affected by this. Okay, so those could be things that are huge burdens on you right now. Could be marriage. Could be you know your safety. Could be you know what the future holds. I mean, it could be all kinds of things. But for me, more recently, uh, believe it or not, I've been struggling with what what directions I want to take this podcast and this show. I mean, there's there's been I can't tell you how many countless times that I have seriously considered just throwing in the towel and just no no longer doing it you know, I, of course that is fear talking. Okay. It's this fear that's laying in some hits on me, but I think a lot of it comes down to the fear of failure. Okay. So I have this fear, you know, of course that, that I may mess something up or that no one is going to listen to the show or it won't even make a difference in anybody's life. You no, know, including my own. So then just Am I going to spend all this time, spend all this money and spend all this, this invest all this, uh, this time and money into something that's not really going to even make a difference. So I think that's where a lot of it stems from is this fear of failure, but also in a weird way, I think I also have this strange fear of success. Okay. So like, what if, you know, there's that, there's that, Those two, two words that get people in a whole lot of trouble. You know, what if it does take off? What if the show is successful? What if it is something that is going to be um, something that people are using as a resource? But then I have the obligation and the responsibility to perform at a level and to, you know, continue to provide a, a content filled show that people are going to enjoy. And, of course, keep the show alive. And, you know, then that f- that fear of failure is going to resurface. Okay, so this, that's been something that I have been uh, bouncing, bouncing around really for the past few months. For those of you guys that have been listening to the Rise A podcast since, you know, since last year, you guys noticed that since November up until last week, we didn't have, I didn't post any episodes. Okay. That's because a lot of it was because of what I just told you right there. Okay. I was going back and forth. I, you know, I didn't really know where I wanted the, the show to go. You know, I got 25 really good episodes in. And I don't know, it's just this, this fear was, I was in a long, constant struggle inside of my mind with this creature of fear. Okay. But here we are, we're rolling. We're still going. All right. So anyway, these are all examples of, you know, fear causing issues in both society and they can be on a personal level, but fortunately for us, okay, there is a solution to all this craziness going on. Okay. the solution is rather simple. It's not easy. Okay. Don't get those two words mixed up. All right. Simple. And easy are not the same thing. Simple just means that it's, you know, it's not overly complicated. Easy means that, you know, it's not difficult. But simple is it's not over complicated And that that solution is one that I wish I would have taken, you know, into account into my heart a long, long time ago. And the solution to fear, the cure to fear, and the one thing that can truly defeat fear is to trust God. That's what it comes down to. Just those two words right there. Trust God. And this isn't necessarily something that is, um, you know, something you see on a on a poster or something you see on on a on the money that we have here in the United States. You know, in God, we trust this is a true, you know, one on one relationship with the true living God. Okay, so this is a trust that you have taken your everything that you value in your life and you have handed it over to God. Okay so for me it started with you know of course my family then it branched out from there to my finances branched out to there f- to my career branched out from there to you know the show I mean it's it's whenever you truly hand over your trust to God that's when you begin to experience this relief of fear okay so it is no longer becomes an issue no longer becomes a stronghold on your mind and on your heart Uh, So life is hard. I mean, that's not something I really, you have to come to this show to to find out. I mean, life is hard and we are guaranteed to face hard times. The book of James tells us in the very first chapter and in the second verse that we are going to face troubles and anyone that has been alive for any amount of time has faced some sort of trouble. This is a book that is written by James, who was the half brother of Jesus In James 1 Verses two and verses three, they say, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. Okay. So I want to emphasize whenever he says, whenever. Okay. So James isn't saying that if, you know, if you face trials, no, it's saying whenever it's going to happen, dude. So get ready for it. Get prepared. And also want to emphasize where it says many kinds Again, going back, it could be health, it could be finances, it could be security in your future, it could be all kinds of things. Okay, we're going to face, we are going to face trials of many kinds, but we're going to consider it pure joy, moving on here in verse 3, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Okay, again, I want to emphasize a specific word in there, and that's testing. Okay, so I'm a teacher full-time. All right. So I test my students in order to assess where they are, in order to evaluate where they are in their learning process. God uses these hard times, uses these trials and these fears and these these troubles in order to test our faith. Now, he's not doing it so that we fail. OK, he's He's not what it's saying at all. It's saying that he's doing this so that we can produce perseverance. And of course, perseverance is the continual uh, pursuit It's the continual um march towards accomplishing something. Okay. So perseverance is you're persevering in your faith. All right. So it doesn't say that troubles might come, but they will come. Okay. For me, I can kind of picture the concepts of lifting weights or like exercising whenever someone first begins to work out. And whenever they get into exercise, um, you may see this a lot, you know, around the new year's time, they are probably weak. Okay. They're probably going to be a little bit awkward. Okay, but they continue to work out over time. If they can, can persevere, you know, through the, the soreness and through the pain and through the struggle, then they will eventually become physically stronger. All right, so that's pretty much basically the same kind of concept that James 1 verses 2 and 3 are, is saying here. As we continue to undergo hard times, as we continue to trust God, you know, choose to trust God throughout those hard times, our faith becomes stronger. And it will continue to become stronger the more we decide to work it out, the more we decide to exercise it. As I was uh, preparing for this episode and planning out this outline for the episode, I happened upon another verse that I just thought was awesome and offered an amazing illustration of enduring hard times and enduring fear. And this time the verse comes out of Jeremiah. All right. So it's in it's in chapter 31. It's Jeremiah 31 verse 2. This is what the Lord says. The people who survived the sword will find favor in the wilderness. I will come to give rest to Israel. All right, so in this specific story, the Lord is referring to Israel as his people. All right, so this is an Old Testament book. Jeremiah is an Old Testament book. Um... There's a whole lot of uh, rebellion going on. There's a whole lot of issues going on with, you know, with God's people being put in exile and all this kind of stuff going on at this specific time in this story. And uh, in the Old Testament, you'll often hear, you know, Israel referred to as God's people. So it's like the physical nation of who God's people are. So there's a lot going on for God's people and Israel represents the nation of God's people. All right. So this verse is just awesome to me because it literally describes how God's people will endure struggles. Okay, the sword, as it mentioned in the verse, the sword. But as we continue to fight through, he is the one that is going to give us the rest. Okay, so we are going to endure struggles, but he is the one that's going to give us the rest. There are many subjects that Jesus talked about in his teachings prior to his crucifixions. But one of the things he said to us the most was do not fear or do not be afraid. So Jesus understood this. Okay, because he was fully man, fully God. Okay, he understood you know, our human emotions because he chose to come down in the form of a person. And he understood what fear was like. And he understood that fear and uncertainty are things that we as people are going to struggle with the most. And reminds us frequently that we should not allow fear to have such a, a stronghold on us if we are truly his. Okay, so one of my favorite stories in the Bible, I mean, one of my all-time favorite ones, is when Jesus walks on the water. All right, and he calls Peter out into the water with him. So let me kind of read that story for you real quick. Now, the whole story, it takes place in Matthew chapter 4. All right, and it goes through verses 22 through 36. But I'm just going to read a few verses here. I'm not going to read the whole story for you. All right, so here we go. So again, this is starting at, this is verse 27. And I'm going to end at verse 33. It says, but Jesus immediately said to them, take courage. It is. I don't be afraid. There it is. There's one of them. All right. Verse 27. Take courage. It is. I don't be afraid. And then verse 28. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come. He said, then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid. All right. So there's fear. Okay, so Jesus said not to, not to fear but here's Peter he's fearing all right so he's he's afraid but when he saw the wind he was afraid and began to sink and he cried out Lord save me immediately Jesus reached out his hand and caught him you have little faith he said why did you doubt and when they climbed into the boat the wind died down then those who were in the boat worshiped him saying truly you are the Son of God all right so this this whole story is like I said before, is one of my all-time favorites. Um, Jesus, I mean, he literally defied the laws of nature, the laws of physics, and the laws of this world by physically standing on the water. I'm sure all of us, you know, in the summertime as kids, we've tried to go out and, you know, stand on the water of a swimming pool or the lake or whatever, and it just doesn't work out, all right? So he, Jesus is physically standing on the water. And what's even crazier than that is, was that he called Peter out on the water with him. And Peter reluctantly, I'm sure, reluctantly went out, and he was able to briefly stand on the water just as Jesus was. Okay, but as Peter was approaching Jesus, you know, the fear crept in while walking on the water. He notices the things going on around him. He notices the storm that's taking place around him, and he immediately begins to sink. Okay, So he's losing his ability here. All right, So Peter's focus and his attention was no longer on Jesus and the power of Jesus. Okay, but it was instead it was focused on the storm and what's going on around him. Okay, he wasn't he was no longer looking at what Jesus was doing for him. This, of course, caused him to start sinking. How much, How good of an illustration is that? I mean, as soon as we take our eyes off Jesus, we begin to sink. I mean, that's that's a life that's a life lesson right there. But if the story isn't already powerful enough, it gets better. All right, so as Peter begins to sink, he cries out to Jesus. You know, he now he's of course we've already covered how. He has taken his eyes off Jesus, and now he's refocusing. He cries out to Jesus, refocusing his attention to Jesus, and Jesus immediately grabs him and lifts him back up. See, Jesus doesn't desire us to be perfect; He only desires our hearts. He only He wants our attention and to live our lives in pursuit of Him. All right, so that's the the word pursuit is something that we talk about all the time on this podcast, and this is one of those things. Whenever we say, "You know, God, freedom, and the great outdoors." We are in pursuit of God. That's exactly what Jesus wants. Okay. He doesn't want us to be perfect. He just wants us. He just wants our hearts. All right. So that is the true cure and the remedy for fear. All right. So focus your attention and your heart on God, rather than the things of this world and the things going on around you. Okay. To trust God. All right. So now admittedly, I'm not perfect at, at accomplishing this goal. Okay, I just thought, you know, with the things going on in this world, I have this platform. I have a microphone sitting in front of me. So I wanted to share some of the thoughts that, that have been going through my mind over the past few months and then really pouring it into, into this, sh- this episode right here. So I, I'm, not a, I'm not perfect at accomplishing this goal of conquering fear. So please don't misunderstand that because I'm simply talking about it on the show. But it is something that I, I value. And it's something that I truly feel may solve a lot of issues with fear and anxiety in the world and in our lives. So one more verse that uh, really hits this reality home is is actually in the very next chapter from the same story, and and it's in Matthew chapter 15. All right, So this is Matthew chapter 15, verse 18. It says, But the things that come out of a person's mouth come from the heart, and these defile them. Okay, so this is a good witness test to... To kind of figure out, you know, what's going on in your thoughts and what's going on in your heart. It's a good test to determine if you are dealing with fear and anxiety. Is to check the things that you are talking about. If you are talking about the things that are fear that are causing fear in your life. If you are thinking about these things, if you are dwelling on them, you're stressing on them, you're worrying about them. Then I think it's safe to say that you that your thoughts are consumed with fear, anxiety, and worry. And that you need to refocus your thoughts on Jesus and he promises to reach out and pull you from the dark waters, just as he did with Peter. All right. So, man, that was a, that was a heavy episode. So thank you guys for, for listening today. And I hope this was helpful for anyone. You know, if it, if it's even able to help one person, then it's done its job. So. I really appreciate you guys listening today. I appreciate you guys checking out the rise kill eat podcast. If this is your first time listening to the show, if you are a return listener, you know, continue to keep coming back. Um, I really do appreciate all the support that you guys get. Uh, reach out to me on Instagram. I'm, I'm most, I'm most active on Instagram. That's at rise kill eat. Uh, send me a message, you know, whatever you want to do, tag me in post, whatever you want to do. And I'd be glad to, to comment back to you. So, but check out some of our, other social media outlets, uh, Facebook, um, Twitter, YouTube. Uh, like I said, men- mentioned a minute ago, Instagram, uh, reach out, you know, subscribe to the show. So you don't mess out on any of the future episodes. And I really do appreciate you guys taking some time to listen today. And like I said, if this episode even helps just, just one person, I mean, it doesn't have to be a hundred, it doesn't have to be a thousand. If it just helps one person, you know, overcome their issues with fear, or at least start taking steps towards, because it's a process. All right. It's not going to happen all at once. It's not like a, a light switch that you can just flip on and, you know, you're automatically healed. This is going to be a continual struggle. It's going to be something that produces perseverance. All right. Going back to James one, three. All right. So, uh, if this helps just one person, or if it, if you know of somebody that it may help, then, you know, share it with them. Like I said, I'm going to try to get, uh, I'm gonna have this episode on YouTube whenever it does release and, you know, send them the link, you know, send them the link to this episode on Apple podcast or whatever you, however you may be listening to this, send them the link and see if it helps them out. All right. So again, thank you guys so much for listening to the show. Um, be sure to check out next week's episode. All right. So best way to do that is to, of course, click subscribe so go ahead and do that that way you don't miss out all right so my name is tyler pruitt and i really do appreciate you guys checking out the rescue league podcast today all right see you guys next week